We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear, beautiful friend. Thank you for letting me be part of your day today here on Journey to Center and Power Radio. I'm so honored by your presence in my life and so grateful that I get to be a part of yours. So today I want to talk about something I've talked about on uh, my Facebook Lives, and I've probably spoken of it here before because it's such an important subject, and it is to be whole. I love this quote by Latsu so much. Be really whole and all things will come to you. When we are whole, we are aligned, we are solid, we are congruent, we are integrated. This is a very high vibration and we become a magnet. We become a magnet for goodness, grace, miracles, um, joy, magic, and uh, everything we want in our lives. Prosperity, wonderful relationships, essentially Life on planet Earth can be like heaven if we are navigating from the space of wholeness within. But it's the rare person, I think, that is truly whole. And it can take um, traversing through a lot of pain and confusion to finally set this as an intention. You know, um, a couple years ago, I was watching this interview between Oprah Winfrey and Jane Fonda. And Jane Fonda was saying that her intention as she um, moved into her uh, 70s, was to become whole. And Oprah Winfrey thought that was such a profound intention. What if all of our intentions were to become whole? What a world this would be. And I thought to myself, well, that's been my intention for at least the last 15 years. Um, But I understand it's not necessarily on everyone's radar. And it can often take a lot of pain and disillusionment and um, challenges for us to finally open our mind to the possibility that's like, maybe I need to work on this relationship with me and become more whole unto myself. So the truest truth is we're designed to be whole. Every single one of us is on our own individual hero's journey. We are integrating, evolving with the probably the soul level intention to eventually become whole. And not everybody will in this lifetime. And that's okay. As long as we set that intention to become more whole, we will be, and our lives will be a reflection of that. And again, we become a healing vortex in the world. So on the deepest level, the truth, truest truth is that we are all whole. But as we experience hurts and heartbreaks, in our lives, we start to um, identify more with being fear-based rather than love-based. We start to feel fractured. We start to feel less than whole. We can start to doubt ourselves or feel incomplete. And as we do this, as we feel this, we start to look to others outside of ourselves to be that missing piece of the puzzle. If we feel like we are in deficit, we look to something to fill us up. And if we're not doing it from the inside out, we're going to naturally do it from the outside in, looking for something or someone to heal or fix our inner sense of deficit or emptiness. But if we do this, 
we're not going to ultimately be happy ever after. And even if we get what we think we want and who we want, we might feel happy for a bit, but it's not that long-term sustained happiness. If we are incomplete, we're actually navigating from fear, need, and desperation rather than love, preference, and desire. And if the foundation of our friendships or our relationships are built on that foundation of fear, need, and desperation, that fractured foundation isn't going to support a long-term, healthy, happy type of friendship or connection or relationship. So another thing that can happen if we don't feel whole, if we are in self-doubt, if we are in self-judgment, and when we attempt to be other than who we are, if we're wearing a false mask mask to try to convince or portray um, ourselves other than who we are, we actually alienate our true selves. This causes internal discord. And then um, because our lives are a reflection of our inner reality, it's inevitably going to show up in our lives as challenges, chaos, confusion, and discord in our outer lives. So if we don't feel whole and we think we need someone outside of ourselves to be successful or happy, it's going to be impossible to really speak up, to tell our truth and be completely honest. Because on some level, probably unconsciously, Um, We're afraid if we do speak up, we could lose who and what we need. So we posture, we pose, we speak half-truths. Maybe we tell fibs, we play games, we stay quiet when we need to speak up, we say things are okay when they're not. And this can actually build um, some internal resentment and start to, again, fracture the foundation of relationships. If we are not whole, it's essentially like we don't believe in our own power. In other words, we're disempowered. If we want relationships to work, the most important thing we can do is to set the intention to become empowered, to take responsibility for that relationship with ourselves, to create that solid ground within so we can build the types of relationships that are based on honesty, clarity, respect, clear boundaries, and love. So in relationships, two halves don't make a whole. Two one-legged people can't come together and walk like a healthy person. It's just not possible, right? Um, Healthy relationships, in my mind's eye, show up as kind of like a, a MasterCard symbol, two circles that overlap. So in that um, overlap, there are places of Um, connection and commonality and celebration. But even in this, there are boundaries. So there's overlap, but there's still boundaries in that relationship. So I say this a lot in my relationship with my husband. It's like we are two circles that overlap. There are places that we are very easily compatible. We like the same things. um, But There are also boundaries. There's things that he likes that I don't and vice versa. And we don't insist that the other person show up any differently than they are. We might have a preference that they want to go to the movie that we want to go to or that uh, they want to that he he wants me to go to the football games. But I don't. And he doesn't insist. So he finds other people to fill that um, 
that desire for him. And I find my girlfriends that fill the desires for me that don't, don't resonate for him. And it works really well. There's no, um, trying to manipulate to get the other person to do what they don't want to do. We let each other be who we are. We have found our authentic shapes. And because of that, we have found another person that fits really well with us. You know, years ago when I was in a very challenging relationship, I was engaged and, um, it was so painful. I felt like I was always contorting myself to be the person he wanted me to be. And I was, but I didn't know who I was. I didn't know my authentic shape. I couldn't really speak my truth and just relax and be me because I didn't know who that was. My conversation with God at one point was, why can't I just find somebody who understands me and respects me and loves me and accepts me? And what I heard so clearly was, do you love, respect, understand and accept yourself? And the answer was no, no. So eventually that became my intention to figure out who am I? What are my preferences? What do I like to learn to accept myself rather than judge myself, to bring compassion to the places inside that hurt instead of looking for that outside of myself and trying to give it to someone outside of myself. I pulled my energy back and set that intention to learn to love me, to accept me, warts and all. And as I did, the landscape of my life shifted dramatically. And I spoke about this on my show last week, loving ourselves. It's one of the most important relationships we can ever establish in our lives because everything in our lives, be it our jobs, careers, prosperity, relationships with other people, everything is built on that relationship that we first have within ourselves. And this is where true happiness comes from. It's not about finding the one, it's about being the one. Happiness is um, an internal state. It's a place, it's residing in that place of peace and comfort and wholeness within. So to become whole, it can be helpful to have the awareness that maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not whole. That was the case for me when I was asked, do you know yourself? Do you like yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you accept yourself? Uh, that was a no, 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 and no. So then I set that intention to eventually love myself. And I didn't know what that would look like. And I didn't know how that would feel. And I didn't know how it was going to happen. But again, intention setting is so incredibly powerful. And we, um, as we set our intentions, I believe we invite um, life to participate with us. We invite the animating force of the universe to um, join us on our journey. And that is an incredibly powerful invitation rather than to look to other human beings to fix us or soothe us or heal us or make us feel better about ourselves. We're actually inviting that relationship with the something greater to now participate and be um, our partner and in collaboration with us in our lives. This is such a pivotal um, invitation and question. Our lives can start to really shift and put us on that um, hero's journey, both be solidly on that hero's journey where we um, heal and we up-level and we improve who we are and therefore um, what we experience in our lives. So something I like to do, something that I thought was helpful and important when I chose 
to set the intention to become more whole within myself was to create a list. I like a good list. I love a good list. So if you get out a piece of paper and a pencil, create, it's actually two lists, the list of things you like about yourself and the list of things that you don't like about yourself. So for me, as I consider this list of the things that I like about myself, it is that I'm artistic and creative, that I love animals. I seem to have a great relationship with animals. I like my height. I'm five foot seven. I think that's a good height for a person. Um, I like that I can sleep well. <laughs> that wasn't, that's something that I enjoy. I like to be able to sleep. I love my dreams. I love to be able to dream. I love that I love to learn. I love that I love to read. I love that I love to be in conversation with people. Um, and then after we create our list, think of all the things that you really like and love and appreciate about yourself. When I first did this list years ago, it wasn't very long, but as I've worked on it over the years, it's become longer. And I think it's wonderful to be able to acknowledge and um, just really claim the things that you appreciate or like about you. So then we move over to this other list, the things that maybe you judge about yourself, the things that you don't like about yourself. Um, for instance, I don't like that I tend to be very disorganized. Organization isn't an easy thing for me. I'm cluttery and I can be a little clumsy. Um, I've taken my fair share of, of um, falls over the years. Don't love that I have flat feet. Don't, don't love that about myself. Um, uh, I don't love that I've been impatient with um, me and myself in life. I don't love that uh, I've had a lot of accidents. So write the things that you don't like about yourself and then consider, are there things that I can do to up-level these things I don't like or shift these things that I don't like about myself or bring love and compassion to the, these things that I don't like about myself? So I like um, the thought, if you can change it, change it. If you can't, accept it, right? So if you can change it, what can you do to up-level or shift or refine these things that you don't like. For instance, for me, I'm disorganized. Can I shift this? Can I refine this? Can I make improvements? Well, yes, I can. And then start to show up on my behalf in a way that is exemplifying my sincere intention to do better. And even if it's just a little better, a little better, a little better, you know, often we don't go from being a complete uh, hoarder to being a complete um, type A neatnik, right? You have to make steps heading on that right path, putting you in the right direction. Maybe set the intention to clean out your closet and get rid of some things. Maybe set the intention to do better with, um, you know, cleaning up after yourself or um, organizing your desk or whatever. Make Take those action steps to do better. And then, for instance, maybe there's some things that you can't change about yourself. For me, I don't think I can change my flat feet. So instead, I choose to accept them and appreciate them instead of judge them. I was once standing uh, in the kitchen with my sister, my little sister, and she was looking at her foot. She goes, God, I hate my feet. I hate that bunion. And she was just judging it and spewing obscenities, her bunion. I said, you know, I think maybe you would benefit from having a different type of relationship with your bunion. Maybe accept it. Maybe have compassion for it. Maybe, um, send it um, appreciation. And she goes, huh, I've never thought about that before. 
And uh, I said, well, hating it isn't going to make it better. When we hate aspects of ourselves, be it physical or mental or emotional, um, we're just going to make things worse. Nothing thrives and heals an environment of hate and judgment or loathing or um, when we despise or when we um, like feel that hatred or anger. Nothing thrives or heals in that environment. Plants don't, people don't, animals don't, bunions don't, you won't, and I don't. So when we bring love and compassion to those things that we judge, when we bring acceptance and appreciation, that is actually how I healed my bunion. My mom's like, you're going to have to have surgery on that. And I said, I'm going to do an experiment. And I really started sending compassion and love and appreciation to my feet. And um, it improved. It was rather miraculous. When she saw me, she saw my feet like a year later and she goes, your bunion's gone. Did you have surgery? And I was like, nope. I just sent it love and compassion and appreciation. And it healed in that environment. And so to be whole, in order to become whole, it's changing the things we can't and accepting, changing the things we, we can change and accepting the things that we can't. And all the while being compassionate, being accepting, um, being in that space and place of um, just kindness, sweetness, gentleness. It's coming into that place of celebrating the qualities that you're proud of and accepting, worth and all, the things that you aren't. And as we bring compassion and acceptance to the things that we don't love about ourselves, things can shift. Things can heal. As we truly accept ourselves and love ourselves more unconditionally, we become more and more whole. Be really whole and all things will come to you. When you are whole, you are comfortable. You're confident. You're in this place and space of humility and faith and grace. We don't have to effort so much to make things happen in our lives. We more naturally and easily attract good things, wonderful people, opportunities and situations out of the blue without, without trying to make anything happen. We're more relaxed. We have less stress. Life becomes more of a um, joyful, peaceful celebration. It's sort of like letting go of the oars. We're not trying to work so hard to get up river. We're able to relax and trust the current of the river. We trust the current of life. And as you may know, all rivers lead to the ocean. So we might as well relax and enjoy the journey. When you're whole, you are happy. You're comfortable in your skin. Your vibe is high. You're no longer navigating from deficit or lack or fear or need. Instead, you are flowing and navigating from love and abundance, generosity, prosperity, kindness, peace, faith. You remember who you are at the deepest level, which is love. And you're comfortable residing in that place and space of love within. And because life, our life is a reflection of our inner reality, life can show up as a more um, gentle, kind, and loving reflection. 
It's our friend. Life becomes our friend. We feel at home inside of our skin. And there is no better feeling than that. So I hope you're feeling um, peaceful and comfortable. I hope you're opening your mind and heart to the possibility of becoming more whole inside of yourself. And some of the qualities, benefits, and bonuses of this wholeness are just simply knowing your strengths, allowing yourself to be authentic, speaking your truth, cognizant of your feelings, valuing and respecting yourself. You make self-honoring choices with ease. You celebrate yourself. You feel peaceful. You're relaxed. You sleep well. You have a high vibration. You're, you're emanating love and a life force that is a healing presence to others without trying to do anything. It's because of who you are, not what you do. The truest truth is your source of power is internal and eternal. We're no longer, it's such a relief, no longer feeling like a, the walking wounded, hoping someone or something is going to come along and rescue us and appease us and soothe us or complete us. We naturally and comfortably believe in ourselves and our place in the world. And we truly enjoy the experience of being who we are. This is being empowered. And if you want to know more about how to become whole, if you'd like some support with that, my book, Manifesting Love from the Inside Out, it's what it's all about. And actually becoming whole is um, the third chapter in the book. And there's 20 chapters and there's lots of exercises to support you in coming into that more self-honoring, self-respecting, self-loving whole relationship with you. So your life and your relationships, your prosperity and your health are an example of that. The truest truth is you are an aspect of divine. You are whole. You are complete. You are amazing. You are a gift to life, to God, and to this planet. And the more you know this, the more you believe this, the more your life will reflect this and you will see it. As you do the inner work, and take the action steps, your life will be a reflection of how amazing and loved and important and valuable you are. You can start to live heaven on earth as you take responsibility for your inner reality and for becoming more whole unto yourself. The truest truth at the very center of your being is God, is spirit. You are here as a unique expression of the divine. You are here to glorify the one that has sent you. And again, as you know this and feel this, and as you live this, your life can be a glorious adventure, the journey of the hero. And um, you get to celebrate. You get to have heaven on earth. You get to live the Garden of Eden. And it doesn't mean there won't be bumps and bruises and bad weather because that's part, of, part and parcel of this experience here. But you will have more good days than bad days. And you will have more thriving and celebration than feeling like that heavy burden and simply surviving. And you deserve it. 
You are exquisite. You are important. You are amazing. You are valuable. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. And as I've been on this journey and as I've known and claimed this for myself, gosh, life sure does look different from this posture and perspective. And when I see people struggling and suffering, I remember how it felt and I send them compassion and I send them love and I send them blessings. And when I find other people that have done this work, it is like, um, it is, it's a celebration and coming home and a dance of other um, light workers and soul siblings and my um, divine friends. And I hope you are feeling like a light worker and a soul sibling and one of my divine friends, one of my spiritual rock climbers, reminding each other of the truth and celebrating who we are as we go higher and higher in our awareness and consciousness that we are love, that we are love. Our vibration, the essence of who we, who we are at the deepest level is light and it is love. It is compassion. It is bliss. It is peace. So I hope you're feeling that, sensing that, living that, and being that. And if there's anything I can do to support you, to be your cheerleader, to fan the flame of the truth of who you are, please be in touch with me, TammyBPhD.com, or pick up my book, Manifesting Love from the Inside Out. You can text me or, I mean, not text me, email me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com. And I can get you a copy of this or you can get it on Amazon. And just please know you are my heart and my prayers as I'm sending you blessings and energy of grace, ease, joy, empowerment, and great love. I'm so grateful for your presence in my life. Take good, loving, gentle care of yourself as we traverse these um, wonderful journey to this high high in the sky reality. So God bless you. Take good care of yourself and let's continue the conversation. Onward and upward, sending you blessings of heaven on earth.